Project Kaleidoscope presents a podcast, Listening Made More Meaningful. In this podcast, we talk about ways of coping with stress through a series of exercises, conversations, lectures, and stories to help you create a positive and beautiful mind. If you're interested, keep listening. Before we begin this podcast, be reminded that the information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. This is not an alternative for psychological diagnosis and treatment. Good day, everyone. Welcome to today's Taco Tuesday episode. I am Gray. And I am Lucille. And today we are going to talk about a very interesting and timely issue with a very special guest. Today's topic is about academic burnout in an online setting. What do you think about our topic, Way? I think that the topic for today is very important, relevant, is timely, and is relatable, especially for students who are taking up online classes. But before we proceed with our main topic, Lucille, can you introduce our beloved guest? Gwei, our invited guest, is a graduate of Bachelor of Arts in Psychology from University of the Philippines Visayas and has a Master's Degree in Social Psychology from Ateneo de Manila University. She is a registered psychometrician and is currently an Assistant Professor of Psychology in UP Visayas. Gwei, I tell you, this is only but a portion of her extensive achievements. But for now, let us also allow her to introduce herself to us. Dear listeners, let us meet Mom Ogil Marie Robles. Hello, Mom Ogil, and welcome to the podcast. Would you like to greet our listeners? Hello, I'm happy to be part of this conversation. My name is Ogil Marie Robles, and I am a faculty researcher from the University of the Philippines, Visayas. Since finishing my master's in social psychology, from Ateneo de Manila University, I have been interested in studying people's representations, discourse, and embodied experiences of health. I'm very grateful that my researches have so far been published in interdisciplinary peer-reviewed journals such as Health and Place, as well as Social Science and Medicine. The most salient aspects of my identity as of this moment are in line with being an educator, having to facilitate the learning of college students in the remote setup amidst the uncertainty of the pandemic. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Ma'am Audra. Before we further delve into the topic, can I ask you, how are you feeling today? I probably get asked this question multiple times on a daily basis and I myself check on my loved ones in the same way. It took a few years for me to replace I'm okay with a more honest reply and that is I'm far from feeling the best but I'm still able to cope. And so I hope that the rest of my company in this podcast as well as the listeners are feeling the same. Thank you, Mom Ojil. Actually, me and my partner, Gwei, we are both looking forward to this conversation. So, let's dive right in. Mom Ojil, for our first question, can you briefly explain to us what is online class burnout? 
Well, allow me to unpack the construct of burnout first. Um, when it was studied in psychology, first in the 70s through the works of Freudenberger and Maslach, burnout was predominantly regarded as a job-induced syndrome, a response to chronic stressors in the workplace. Burnout results from a mismatch between the resources that one has to fulfill job demands and the job requirements that give rise to stress. So burnout involves emotional exhaustion, depersonalization, and a sense of reduced personal accomplishment. Now, among these three components, exhaustion was the central quality of burnout and the most obvious manifestation. In a way, this is how we understand and use it in common terms, right? Such as when we claim to experience burnout, we express extreme or prolonged tiredness. So we say that we feel fatigue when we get up in the morning and have to face another day on the job. Or maybe you feel like you are at the end of the rope. Depersonalization, in simpler terms, can be loss of emotional involvement, withdrawal, and loss of interest. While reduced personal accomplishment refers to negative self-evaluation and feelings of failure. Oh, this construct's definition. We can apply it to understanding student burnout as physical and psychological exhaustion associated with coursework activities, including disengagement towards coursework and feelings of low efficacy and academic achievement. The more specific contextual antecedent for online class burnout was the rapid adoption of the remote learning design during the pandemic, migrating all of our learning activities to online platforms. We call these now virtual classrooms. Now, while we teachers were all pressured to adopt newer instructional methods, you as students also had to deal with online submission of requirements, tests, and minimized face-to-face -face interactions with your instructors and peers. Now that we already know what online class burnout is, Ma'am Ojil, what are the effects of burnout on mental health and general well-being? You know, this podcast comes at a much-needed time because student burnout is a health crisis that we must take more seriously. In our culture, college is thought of as a make-or-break opportunity and you students face intense stress about academic success that determines your career and placement opportunities in the future. Burnout dampens your enthusiasm to pursue learning and severely affects your academic performance. I have seen how students who used to do so well in face-to-face -face classes struggle with remote learning. Its adverse effects manifest as decreased engagement in classroom activities, lack of interest in lessons, absenteeism, and unfortunately, in some cases, dropouts. Of course, its impact on academic standing is not all that we should be concerned about. Burnout is a serious mental health problem on its own. Emotional exhaustion intensifies fatigue, irritability, and frustration among students. This threatens both your physical and mental health. 
Academic inefficacy can make you feel incompetent and evaluate yourself negatively, causing a critical blow to your self-esteem. Feeling burnt out, you may also have less energy for your relationships and other pursuits in life outside of school that used to bring you joy. I hope that the point that I'm trying to make is clear, that burnout negatively affects your entire person and not just your academic life. Now, Ma'am Ajil, you have just mentioned some of the negative effects associated with burnout and its impact on a person's overall health and well-being. Well, what are ways that a person can do in order to cope with this, in order to cope with burnout in the online setting? Remember that burnout happens when the demands are in excess of our resources to cope with them. Therefore, we should focus on strengthening our physical, psychological, and social resources to deal with our academic tasks. First, listen to your body because it tells you when rest is needed. I've said this before in many of my classes. Your health must be a priority before your academic requirements. As much as we make time for those learning activities, we must also make time for rest. It saddens me that many students now see the accomplishment of tasks as a prerequisite for rest. Don't get me wrong, I also do not advise students to intentionally ignore their academic responsibilities altogether because procrastination creates another set of stressful circumstances that your future self will have to deal with. In addition to time and energy management, it helps to create a daily routine which balances schoolwork with rest. It may help to set two to three hour work sessions in a day to be fully concentrated just on accomplishing those school-related activities. Then, remember to take breaks in between. This kind of daily routine provides a much-needed structure to the study or work-from-home setup. Now, the online setup has limited our face-to-face -face interactions, but this does not mean that we are totally disconnected. We may be physically distanced, but not socially. Social support in the form of listening, empathizing, and offering the kind of help that the person needs is a strong protective factor against burnout. You can form study groups and check on each other through chat or video calls. Try communicating with your teachers to ask us questions and seek feedback. It may also help to share your woes and worries with your families so they can be understanding of what you are going through. We already talked about the ways to cope with burnout in the online setting. But I have another question. How can we avoid academic burnout caused by online learning? With everything that's happening online, we must also know when to go offline. Social media is a valuable source of information, but it can also contain material that can cause overwhelming sensations and trigger emotional reactions. One way of avoiding academic burnout online is knowing when to disconnect. However, I would like to emphasize 
that the burden of addressing academic burnout rests not only on our individual resources, but more so on the educational institutions and health systems that structure much of our online learning experiences during this pandemic. Schools must regularly evaluate whether online learning is still effective, not only in terms of learning outcomes, but also for student health. For teachers out there, we must be given the space to provide feedback for our students. Learning resources, including psychosocial support services, must be accessible. The etiology of burnout syndrome itself is still under interrogation. Scholars studying burnout have recently emphasized that an individual can feel stressed out at school or at work for reasons that are not initially or primarily related to the job or being a student. Therefore, online class burnout may result from an assemblage of stressors or difficult life circumstances that have a compounded impact on a student. For example, financial instability, family problems, and the looming fear of getting infected. In addition to the promotion of individual coping strategies, this is a call for a contextualized and systemic burnout intervention. Academic burnout from online learning should therefore be a matter of concern for families, communities, and most importantly, the government, not just a condition for teachers and students to endure. So guys, you heard what she said. One key step is knowing when to disconnect. Mom Ajil, do you have any parting words for our listeners before we end this episode? Mm-hmm. I consulted a variety of scientific sources just to prepare for this sharing. And I hope that students continue to find value in using research to assess and improve the health of our communities. It has been more than two years since the Philippines confirmed the first case of novel coronavirus last January 30, 2020. While we continue to fight for better healthcare systems and leadership, let us remember that kindness goes a long way. I'm appealing for us to demonstrate compassion that enables others. Whether you are a teacher or a student, this pandemic has made learning difficult for all of us. If we can extend our efforts to be more patient, understanding, and available for each other within our respective capacities, I believe this is an added valuable resource to cope with burnout. Thank you again for having me and it has been a pleasure to be here. Mom Ajil, we really do appreciate you addressing the fact that academic burnout is not only a concern of the students themselves, but also of their families, their communities, and yes, even the government. So to our dear listeners, I hope you've learned a lot from our short talk with Mom Ajil as what she has said. Always make time for rest. Listen to the demands of your body first and foremost. Do prioritize your health over academic activities and that being kind and extending your empathy towards others, it will truly go a long, long way. Once again, this is Lucille. And this is Gray. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you all stay safe and stay awesome. (laughs) 
if you like this episode, please follow and share our podcast channel or podcast so you and your friends won't miss any episodes. You may visit our official Facebook page, Project Kaleidoscope, and Order of Us Clubius for more tips on maintaining a healthy well-being. See you in our next episode.